State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to We Talk Back Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to season four, okay, of We Talk Back with a new episode dedicated to you dreamers and chasers. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tam? Hey, y'all. I love y'all. I love you too, AJ. Hey. <laughs> I love you back. How was your weekend? Rainy as fuck. That's about it. Um, I did do a little bit of hanging out, depending on who fucking listening. <laughs> depending on who listening child i didn't do much this weekend um yeah it was just nasty cold rainy where i was at so, mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can't say the same hey 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 i went to Tulum, mexico over the weekend how was that did you take a picture in the cave i didn't take a picture in the, i couldn't get in the cave because you had to swim to that and i was just scared so i wouldn't swim over there but um, I did take a good picture. I ain't swimming over there. 
Man, you whack, man. You were supposed to take a picture in there. Mm-mm. An aerial Ooh. picture. I didn't see nobody look like me swimming over there. So I just was like, yeah, I'm going to stay with the people who look like me. You and ain't no real mermaid, man. No, I'm not. I never I never uh, <laughs> said I was a mermaid. <laughs> I stay in the water where I can stand up in it. Shame. Yeah. But it was beautiful. The weather was nice. Tulum is a nice place to go. Um it's different than Cancun, and it's not like such a party place. It's like almost mm-hmm. even more romantic, honestly. I wish I had uh, a little something. Some dick at the beach. Yeah, I did. I wish that, but mm-hmm. it was it was a good time, and I got to relax, so that was cool. Yeah, I cannot wait to get some beach and sun. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go someplace. I'm definitely taking a solo trip this year, and I'm gonna stay gone for at least a month. That's like a bucket list. For this year, so it won't be Mexico though. I might no, be you gotta go somewhere. Yeah, you're gonna have to go somewhere in Asia where your money go far for a month. Hell yeah, because you know, like I um, some of the uh, condos and stuff like that, you paying like five or six hundred dollars for the whole month. month, and it'd be a yeah. nice place. Yes, like some luxury shit. Yeah, yeah, That's I'm with that. That sounds nice. Ew, Bali or something like that. Yes, Bali, Thailand. It the most expensive should be the flight. Mm-hmm. You know, food is cheap. You getting fresh seafood out the ocean? Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Yes, honey. I um, you said learn how to swim. Yes, I can. Like if if we were in a situation where my life depended on me swimming, I could make it. Right, I could swim. But I just ain't jumping out there, bro. I'm not jumping out there if my life don't depend on it. But how deep was the water going over to the the cave? I don't know. I don't. I there wasn't nobody standing up in it. They was all swimming. So <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's not for me." I remember last year I was on the boat and it was uh, me. Uh, Rennie Rutri was on the boat. This other mixed girl named Brittany, and then other mixed girl Shiana, and mm. and then I was on the boat. And these bitches is jumping in the lake at night, backstroking and swimming. What lake? Murray. Oh, hell no. They tripping. I and I was like, lake. oh, y'all different, different. <laughs> they was doing <laughs> that white blood. That's that, and that's what I was thinking. Like, cause all these bitches is mixed race. And that's that white blood jumping out in them. Cause <laughs> y'all, just, y'all jumping in this dark ass water at night. Talking about, look at the stars, girl. Fuck you. Lake and ocean water is different. The current inside a lake. That shit is different. Remember you had your, your birthday party on Lake Norman. Uh-huh. Bitch, I hopped off that fucking boat. Because I had just came from Anguilla like the week before. Swimming in the ocean, way far out in level 30 in the ocean and shit. I'm thinking I could just hop in. Girl, that current was trying to pull me underneath the boat. And I was drinking. A nigga had to pull me out the water. Yeah, like that's, I'm not doing that. Especially at night. Y'all tripping. Yeah, yeah. The ancestors got them. Most of them lakes is built on top of black communities. Mm-hmm. So they better be glad they have or something. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't with it. I was very impressed with that shit because they was doing backflips off the side of the boat into the lake in the in the darkness. Yeah, nah, nah, bitch, no, you got cool. it. <laughs> Let's get into stupid internet news. Okay, so I saw um, you know this guy Benny the Butcher. He's a rapper from Buffalo, New York, and he was recently on The Breakfast Club. I caught him on another podcast, actually, well, a podcast. Um, well, Breakfast Club is considered a podcast as well, but. And 
So his conversation, it started off cool, but then it just got really weird near the end. And I just want to, I just feel like, why, why are people like fucking with black women? Why? So Benny the Butcher, the, the caption said that um, black men have a responsibility to black women. That sounds good, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like Successful we got a black men. That's yeah. what <laughs> Add that part, please. Right. But, oh, there's six successful black men. Mm-hmm. But when you get it, once you uh, hit play and get into the conversation, you realize a lot of these niggas is blonde. Okay. Because he starts, uh, he starts off cool, you know, saying black men, successful black men have a responsibility to, to black women. But then it goes into his uh, homeboy marrying a white guy. A, a woman. <laughs> marrying a white girl. <laughs> and he wants her to marry the white, he wants him to marry the white girl. So he can marry into some money. So I'm assuming your homeboy don't have your money, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, you know, successful men, we start, they, those guys want um, certain things. You know what I'm saying? So now they don't got to settle for um, just anybody. They can pick who they want. Then that's where the conversation goes. And he further says how, you know, his wife was with him slanging dope. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why she's still by his side today. So it's still like that thing, like black women have to struggle first, mm-hmm. risk their lives and their soul to marry a black man. I just don't get it. Do y'all not like us? Like, do y'all just not like us? Who like us? Raise your hand because that's who I want. <laughs> right. And the thing is, is that, you know, majority of black men are married to black women. That is the fact, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But are you happily married? Right. Because there's a lot of women in unhappy marriages, and it's, it could be because men are marrying some women that they don't tolerate me. If yeah. you thought you could get something different, go do that. Leave but us the think, fuck alone. I just think people don't like each other like that no more. <laughs> Like we don't. Well, I we always don't see this you. like being in love is a state of mind. So if you with somebody, y'all got to do things every single day to continuously fall in love with each other, or you're gonna be falling out of love. But damn, do you at least like me? Right. Because don't do us no favor, favor, sir. Going on about your business. So you married your wife. You probably be cheating on her because you probably don't respect her for real. You just feel obligated to her because of I just- time. I be side eyeing, like, even though it's none of my business, you know, be with who you want. I be side eyeing, like, what, like, a man, when he's coming up, he have a black woman. And then mm-hmm. when he gets successful, he have, like, some something outside of black that's tall or mm-hmm. looks like some type of model or something. Mm-hmm. Someone that they probably couldn't get before the success. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that that's it's almost hurtful see- because it's like, damn, are we not good enough for you in success are we just good enough if you don't have it during struggle time kevin hart is a perfect example of that that's what i was thinking about (laughs) (laughs) and for for some reason they expect tori hart right to have this allegiance to him where he didn't have one to her because now she's on the cat williams tour and people talking hella shit like she's supposed to like still be his bottom bitch all while you were cheating on him on her, you were cheating on her with the woman that you ended up marrying. Ultimately, you married the side bitch. Because yeah. I remember one time on social media, his current wife—I forgot her name—she was posting like, you know, happy anniversary, such and such. We've been together such and such years. And Tori commented like, "Oh, that overlaps my marriage. That's how long y'all been together." 
Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so don't do me no favors. Go on about your fucking business so I can find somebody that genuinely loves me. Like, because there that comes with a lot of resentment in a relationship. You end up, you just marrying somebody because you feel obligated or because of the circumstances, bills, see, babies. And see, like, a part of me is like with Kevin Hart's situation, like, maybe he just, this woman came along and they were really meant to be together and, it, and there's just like this real beautiful love that they have right and that's what i would hope for everybody but then there is that part of me that it it side eyes like like you could not have that with this beautiful black woman tori like you couldn't have that with her no they got it they got it would you have what i'm saying they all they all got the same wife with that same face (laughs) they all get (laughs) i i don't want to i hate to yeah it is what it is, man. I just don't want to end up like Taraji P on acrimony on one of these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Hold like, cause people, all right, people watch that movie and they say Tor. I mean, Taraji was the wrong one. But do you understand how she got that way? Like, she wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. It's like you know, two things could be true. She definitely wasn't wrong in that movie because he, the nigga, put a lien on her mama house and they lost it. Yeah. She gave everything to him. Everything That's what she drove had. her nuts. Mm-hmm. She was already crazy now, because remember, she knocked the trailer down the fucking hill. Like, so she was already crazy. He chose to still be with her. Right. <laughs> Got married, all that shit. But she did a lot. She stuck in for a lot. Yeah. And then he lost that house. And I think that took her over the top. And then she left yeah, like, how long that. are you supposed to struggle with him? How long? How long... How long is a black woman supposed to struggle? Like, how much of my soul you want before you know I'm the one? But then she then she was, like, feeling like that woman was living her life. Like, all the fruits of her labor. Now this lady gets to come in and just have it. And I be wondering, what do Tori feel like that? I'm pretty sure she does. I mean, she has his children. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's taken care of financially. But... I mean, but she's still going, she's still working. She's going on tour. But it's probably something she likes to do. They yeah. like to make jokes and say that she was writing his his uh jokes anyway. So I've seen some stuff. She's pretty funny. I just hate that for us. You know? I want uh, I wanna see us win. I wanna see it like go through the trenches with our man if we have to and and receive the fruits of the labor at the end. You know? Mm-hmm. So that makes me I sad. think it's a, it's a lot of stories like that, but I mean, we, we going based off the internet shit. Yeah. Right? It's a lot of people who struggle together and still together. Yeah. But I still like to see like the internet shit because it gives a, a like a nice little sample size of how a lot of men still also think. If y'all have a story of where you and your man been in the trenches together and y'all still together very much in love, DM, DM us so we can read it on the show. Because we tell we we share a lot of the stories of where the women get lost in the sauce, so we want to share some of those stories of where y'all win together. Send it to us. I need to hear yeah, that shit. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rick Ross is. Go ahead, you tell that because I don't even be knowing these bitches' names. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, <laughs> remember that? Christina is right. Oh, Charles, your lunch is ready. No, Christina. You remember Christina? What's the uh, movie? Um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Christina. Uh, oh, Christina's in here. here. <laughs> she left. And she took all so, your money with her. 
Right. So Christina Mackey, right? Mm-hmm. That is Rick Ross' current fling thing. And you mm-hmm. know he rotates bitches every six, 12 months. Mm-hmm. But um, they've been together or publicly together since December. Mm-hmm. And I don't, she's just on tour on Instagram now. Um, and recently somebody asked her about Pretty V. Pretty V and Rick Ross are friends. I don't believe that they ever actually dated. I think that's like a whole little internet, just fucking with people mm-hmm. type thing. So she was asked about him because people thought, people started saying, where's Pretty V after they went public, after she and Rick Ross went public. And um, she just was like, you know, I don't think that was this. That's This is what she said. That wasn't this. There's no pictures of them holding hands, which is the truth. There's no this right. and there's no that. She didn't lie. It just was her delivery that was a bit crass, mm-hmm. I felt like. Like, you didn't tell a lie, but it almost sounded like you think you're better than Pretty V. Right. And that's, like, and I that's think the it's- part that I didn't like. Right. She said, I think it's funny. It's levels to everything, right? And that was never this. After the host asked her to elaborate, Christina replied, whatever they had is not what we have with a little laugh. She added that it's simple, but clarified it's no disrespect to anybody. Whatever y'all think they have is not what we have for sure, Mackie emphasized. Um, So I'm not worried about it. I see the comments too. So they, I don't believe that they were ever in anything. And that's why um, Pretty V did like a whole little skit eating the fucking Wingstop. Right. Cause if that was her real nigga, she wouldn't do that. You know? Right. <laughs> right. No. So girl, you the only, well, I won't say she's the only person who wants him because Rick Ross just had a newborn. Yeah. Okay. So um, this, Christina also has a video where, you know, people have been calling her a pick me. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, I'll be a pick me because I want my man to pick me all the time. I want us to pick each other. I'll be a pick me. But girl, you are misspelling or mispronouncing dummy. (laughs) Let's be very clear. Because this nigga that you be bragging about online just had a whole nother human being with someone else. Well, you know, I I don't blame her for being excited because they look to be very much in smitten with each other right now. Right. So I don't blame her for right being now. excited about, yeah, right now all we can do is the present. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't blame her for being excited about this new romance that she's in, but I just think it's her delivery. It just comes off very condescending. And I, and that's the part I don't like, but she's being attacked for it. You know, people are attacking her. I wouldn't want to be called a pick me. Absolutely like, not. damn, is that what I'm giving? You know, uh, that's not what I'm trying to give. I think if someone would have asked me, like, so oh, what about Pretty V? And that's my nigga's ex, or like publicly seeming like to be their ex. I would have been like, I think she's so funny. She's very funny. I love the Jamaican skit that mm-hmm. she does. You know, I wasn't there for that. So that's a question for Pretty V and Rick Ross. So I, much love to her. I hope she has an amazing 2024. Period. And move that's on. That's some girls, girl shit. Okay. That's a brilliant response and how you should respond. But when you a pick me, because that is what she's giving, you mm-hmm. would try to slight other women. That's not what we're here for. Right. So I'm not really here for her and her antics. I don't know like who found her online, but I'm kind of tired of seeing her pop up on my timeline. <laughs> she just got to figure out a better way to communicate what she's saying. Cause it's just, what, what's her sign? You said 
She's a fucking Virgo. Let me tell y'all about Virgos, okay? <laughs> this is a real thing. We, like, y'all, literally, literally, we was in a meeting yesterday, and I said, I told Tammy and Taylor, I said, this bitch a Virgo. I bet y'all she a Virgo. I go look her birthday up. She's a fucking Virgo. One thing about Virgos, they never, they never see, like, their perception of what's going on. It's always going to defend their decisions and sit and shit. Because mm-hmm. they never feel like they're being played. Like, they're always above everything that's going on. And they know everything that's going on. Like, I knew that, you know, like, they sign up for all the things, right? Mm-hmm. So, I have a friend who's a fucking Virgo. My and mama. when I tell y'all, <laughs> when I tell her my dumb bitch shit, she be like, I don't see I don't see how y'all can do that. I don't see how you could deal with niggas. Girl, bye. As if you've never been played by a man before. Let's be every woman has been played by a man. Like that's mm-hmm. what dumb bitch shit is about. Lisa. Okay? <laughs> Stop playing with my friend now. <laughs> and look, Lisa's a goddamn Virgo too. That's what I'm talking about. And that that's not even the friend I was talking about just then. There's another friend. Like you can't tell these bitches they ain't never been a dumb bitch. Okay? Y'all have. Everybody has. Mm-hmm. Everybody, men and women alike. Okay, so ain't nobody exempt from this dumb bitch-ism. Cut it right. out. Christina, you being a dumb bitch right now, girl. You know, and I hope uh, Rick Ross marries you. Me too. He was, I... Remember he was engaged to Lyra before. Lyra galore? Lyra, Lyra. Yeah, Lyra galore. And then she ended up having a baby for P. Mm. Y'all, listen, I know y- y'all gonna get on me for this type of shit, but listen. I am a cute girl. You okay? are a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But... I am a beautiful woman, but one thing about it, I'm not about to risk my, I'm not so selfish that I'm going to risk my child being beautiful, having babies by certain niggas. (laughs) Like Lyra's baby, this little girl is so, so cute, but it could have went left. It could have went left. This new baby that Rick Ross got is so, so cute, but it could have went left because he got some other kids that look kind of crazy uh-uh we're not doing that with the kids now. you can't be about the check so bad that you don't give a fuck about your lineage come on man y'all bitches can't be that selfish be careful that's all i'm saying that is so mean AJ. that is not mean i care about yes, my offspring i care about my kids and i don't love nobody enough to fuck their lives up you know, ugly people have good lives too, right? <laughs> that is not what my middle school teacher told me. Okay, that nigga said, if you challenge in the face, you will have a hard life. If Rick Ross didn't have a check, you think bitches would be on him like this? Rick Ross literally thinks he's a dime. He was talking crazy about Tony Braxton calling her an old lady. <laughs> Y'all the same age, nigga. Imagine that. Yeah, that's wild. These niggas turn into bad bitches when they get the check and they be treating people terribly. I don't like it. I don't like it. All the I children are what it is. we at we talk back believe all children are beautiful and God's gift to the earth. That is not true. Children they might be God's gift. Dog. I am not the type to be like, if I never mind, let's go uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> all children are beautiful. I, I want one, so I'm not going to, you know. I want Let's one, talk- too, but I know, like, listen, depending on how much I love this nigga, he could be ugly, and, like, I'm love him. I'm going to love him through the ugly baby. Yeah, I like, my. I've, I've dated some men that wasn't as aesthetically beautiful, 
but had like great spirit and good energy and made me laugh with my whole soul and had a big old dick. But like you I don't want happy. your daughter looking like him. That is scary. Look, look like me. I, girl, you know these what? Girls, these... <laughs> Who you look like? I didn't. You know, I never even considered that. I just loved him, so I didn't even consider like I would have an ugly baby. You know, I never thought about it. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Even when you, even while late, even while on top of that ugly dick, you ain't never thought about it. I just always thought like if I had a child, the child would come out beautiful. <laughs> Either way, it was gonna be beautiful to me, you know, because it was my baby. Like yeah. everybody, look at my beautiful gargoyle. Like I wouldn't care. This is my. Of beautiful course, gargoyle. you're not gonna care. I'm talking about the world and how the world treat people. Like I'm, I just be be being realistic. That's all. I'm not trying to give my kids any disadvantages. That's it. Let's talk about tiny daughters. <laughs> <laughs> she lucky too. <laughs> Girl. Y'all see how they been doing tiny on the internet. <laughs> Zanique is fucking lucky too. Her daddy part is fine as hell. Okay. Now tiny was, tiny was cute. Tiny should not have done all that work to her, to herself. She definitely was a pretty girl. You so mean. She was. <laughs> I'm not mean. Like this is. It's just. Are you a girl's girl? Like Are you a girl's girl? I'm definitely a girl's girl, but I know when somebody is not cute. Let's not play like we don't know that. Okay, and you may not say it on this fucking live. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but we gonna talk about your ass when we hang up. <laughs> All right, so on Tuesday, January 9th, Zanique and Izzy uploaded a question and answer video to their YouTube channel, The Hunter Family. About eight minutes into the video, Zanique posed a challenging question to her boyfriend. Would we still be together if we didn't have our three-year-old daughter? And this nigga basically says, nah, he ain't with the bullshit. And he, like, and he would not be with her if it wasn't for the kid. On this live, and I'm just... I'm impressed with how she remained calm. And I um I admire that. Because as nice as I like to be, I think that shit would have turned into a episode of cops. Because <laughs> that's yeah, all you was gonna hear if it was me. <laughs> yeah, because how you gonna play with me like that on this shit? Well, we got all these people listening, and you're gonna tell me to my face that you would not be with me. It would make me like Maybe they broke up, you know, maybe they broke up after that live because I would definitely be like, they didn't though, because they even posted a follow up video after that. And he basically was saying like, I'm here because I want to be here. I got three other kids. You know what I'm saying? Like this one ain't like, I'm here because I want to be here. Um, I think the questions actually came from the audience. So somebody on the live asked, you know, would they be together if it wasn't for the, the three year old? And he said no, explaining that he believes Anique had envisioned raising their daughter in a two-parent household, which led her to tolerate a lot of issues in their relationship. So you recognize that she is trying to keep her family together. And I guess he feels like he's also doing the same thing by tolerating her attitude because he was like, um, you always got an attitude. I wouldn't let no bitch, nobody in general talk to me, you know, act the way you be acting is what he was saying to her. Um, but we talk about this a lot, how men, like women be having grievances with men, right? And we voice them a lot. 
We mm-hmm. tell them every single day what we don't like till they do course correction. Mm-hmm. But men oftentimes keep things in. They don't tell the woman. So what women really is. be thinking they be above reproach out this bitch. You know, mm-hmm. like they were perfect in the relationship. It's only because the nigga never told you. He probably just went to the club and had Krishan Rock sitting on his dick. That's fine. Yeah. Instead, instead of telling you. That's how they handle it. <laughs> That's how they handle their issues often. I won't say all of them because I don't want to just, you know, condemn all men. But, mm-hmm. but they will have like a, a another person to alleviate the stress that they have at home instead of just like, you know, battling the issues up front with your girl. Yeah. Like tell her what's up so she can fix the problem. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I know women have accountability issues, but drill it on their ass like they do to you. I like in hindsight of my last relationship, um, I see all ago. these. Yeah. A hundred years ago. <laughs> literally. I can see all the errors. Fuck you. <laughs> all the errors of my ways that mm-hmm. he never, like even things that he never brought to my attention. I can look back and be like, that was not okay. Mm-hmm. That was not it, which, how you behaved on that. You know, and I remember him not even saying nothing. So I'm thinking like, damn, he probably felt a way about that and just didn't, or he went and fucked somebody else after that. You know, who knows what he did, <laughs> right. but he didn't, he didn't come to me with it and he should have. Right. And I, and I did believe in a lot of ways that I was a stellar girlfriend and oftentimes I wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really couldn't identify with that, you know? Yeah, I, I think a lot of us, a lot of us can. If we actually sit back and think about our relationships, whether you were at fault majority of the time or the man was at fault, you learned something about yourself through that relationship. Mm-hmm. So what did you what did you learn about yourself, um, negative or positive? What did you, you learn know? about yourself in your last relationship? <sighs> mm. I think somebody asked me that recently, and I'm still thinking about it. I'm still, because it was so tumultuous. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what was my, like, I know I, I always learn, like, how I don't want to be treated, mm-hmm. right? There are things, okay, so the tit for tat thing. I learned, like, maybe I shouldn't be that way. I should just walk away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I feel like that is actually giving grace if I'm tit tatting. You know what I'm saying? Because... If you do something to me, right, I won't necessarily leave, the, leave because I realize that we are just humans and people are going to make mistakes, right? And mm-hmm. I want to be able to make a mistake too and you not harass me about it. That might but, be a fucked up way of thinking, but why not? Like, But if you intentionally make this mistake because they've made the mistake. It's not really intentional. It's like, I wanted to do this too. Like, why you get to do it? Why do you get to do it and you think I don't want to? But I, I, I'm practicing discipline in the relationship, whereas you have none. So the minute I do some shit, it's like the world is about to end. That is fucked up. But I mean, men are men and women are women, I guess. But I'm a grown ass man. So there's so, that part. <laughs> I think the greatest thing I learned, and I won't say uh, it, it wasn't a re- it was a situation shift, honestly, because that was never my man. I was never walking around saying my man, my man, my man, He, you know. But um, I learned that I, my boundaries have to be stronger than my empathy with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, that's one thing I really learned. Like, I have to, 
I would always, well, well, this happened to him and that happened to him. So that's why right. he can shit on me, you know? Right. And th- and I have to realize that I, that's one thing I definitely learned that I have to be steadfast in my boundaries for myself. And I can't put my empathy for other people's situation above the boundaries in my own life, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was one great lesson. And then another lesson is that I can love someone selflessly. You know, I think in my other relationships, I definitely was more selfish and like, me, 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 me. You are lucky to be with me. Nigga, do you see me, nigga? Like, I'm funny, I'm beautiful, I'm sucking your dick good, I'm cooking for you. Like, and I was just a very me, me, me bitch, right? And in that last situationship, I was able to be like very selfless to a flaw almost, you know, to a fault. Now that you're saying that, I feel like in relationships, I probably am not selfish enough. Mm-hmm. Because once somebody tells me they want to do this, they want to do that, I'm putting all my energy towards whatever it is that they want to do. And I put myself on the back burner. So that might be like, I, I am learning to be a little bit more selfish. And that's just mm-hmm. even in friendship relationships. Mm-hmm. All relationships. I feel like I'd be doing too fucking much. And I don't get nothing in return a lot of times. Um with them in a relationship with a man, like if you help him build a business, stuff like that, of course you're going to get financial return. Mm-hmm. But are you feeling fulfilled doing the things that you want to do? Cause this, at the beginning of this podcast, I was in a whole relationship. And when I, when, when we started this thing, it created a problem in the relationship too, because I was doing something outside of him. Yeah. Yeah. So that, discipline, that, discipline yeah. is one of the other things I learned. That nigga is hella disciplined. So I need to be more disciplined. It's a fucking struggle because I have been doing what the fuck I want for many years. And I can't do that. I can't move that way anymore. So that's one of the things I learned. Yeah. It's yeah. all about balance, you know? Mm-hmm. Not being too selfish, not being too selfless. Finding that happy medium where you don't feel like your boundaries are being railroaded. And you're not just caring only about yourself in a relationship. Right. So, mm-hmm. which is the slippery slope, baby. <laughs> That's your favorite shit to say. But, y'all, <laughs> when we come back after break, we want to get into um, our main topic. And it's kind of stemming from the shit with uh, this Christina Mackey, uh, Rick Ross's girlfriend, because online they're calling her a pick me. And then there's another like trend that had been popular on TikTok and Instagram, this girls, girls uh, trend. Are you okay, a girl's you, girl? Yeah. yeah. Are you a girl's girl? Let's talk about it when we come back, y'all. All right. So there we were cruising through the new open air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, 
a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. All right, y'all, we back. And we want to know, are you a girl's girl? Tam, do you think you're a girl's girl? I'm absolutely a girl's girl. I think I am too. Okay, based on the characteristics of what a girl's girl is. Um, but this is like a whole new trending thing online, y'all. And um, anytime somebody just does anything like to disagree with a woman, people in the comments like, oh, she is not a girl's girl. Now, that's one thing I don't agree with. Like, everybody ain't going to like everybody, right? Um, you could be pleasant to everyone, right? Um this girl, Christina Mackey, people are saying that she's not a girl's girl. She's actually a pick me, which I consider the counter um, for girl's girl. Tam, Tam thinks different, though. So what is a girl's girl to you? To me? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a uh, girl's girl to me is someone who advocates for women in all ways. You know, like even the smallest of things like just seeing a woman walking down the street in a pretty dress and you're like, yes, okay, yes. dress. You know, just just that energy, you know, always advocating for women and, and spreading love. Yeah. 
It's the Brooklyn way. I call it a hype girl. Because, bitch, I be hyping bitches up. Okay? Even if I don't know you. Like, I'm in your comments. Like, if you look good, like, hey, girl, you look good. Da, 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 da. Even on the streets. Those are, that's what I consider, like, one of the characteristics of a um, a girl's girl. Um, right. But th- that's the most basic. Like, if you, if you fuck with another girl's man... Can you call yourself a girl's girl? So no, I have, so I made a list. I made, well, kind of, sort of. And part of my list is like things where you might not be considered a girl's girl if you do these things. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I have like the internet definition of a girl's girl. So this, I forgot where I got this from, but um, a girl's girl typically refers to a woman who is supportive, understanding, and friendly toward other women. It implies a strong sense of camaraderie and solidarity amongst women. That's a that basic definition of what a girl's girl is. Um, I'm definitely a girl's girl. Niggas really be trying to get me to not be a girl's girl, though. And those where, like, pick-me's are people who pander to men for the approval of men. I have a lot mm-hmm. of guy friends who send me DMs all the time trying to disparage women because we talk a lot of shit about men and women on this podcast. But I'm a black woman first. So I'm always going to show up for us. Right. It, it's definitely, uh, if you can put somebody in position, you know, and, and then take that opportunity to do it, mm-hmm. that's definitely a girl's girl. Now, some of these lists was almost sound like lesbian. Like, you, the only way you could be a girl's girl is if you, like, eating pussy to you. And that, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> like, it was like, girls, girls, like, hate men. No. And that's not true. Like you you can be a girl's girl and love men. But all right, so you were saying that like a, it's a pick me is like someone who panders to men. Um or like w- women who say like I'm a guy's girl, like I like I'm cooler with guys than I am women. Do you feel like they're pick me's? Yeah, and I don't those are guys girls. Those aren't girls girls because uh one of the um, characteristics of a pick me would be someone who says, I don't have female friends. That's a guy's girl. I don't have mm-hmm. female friends. I only hang around guys. And the women I know that, you know, stand on that, they oftentimes that have sex with multiple of them homeboys of theirs also mm-hmm. <laughs> that you'd be hanging out with. And I, they just be delusional and fucking ugly inside and out. Like, I don't, I don't like women who don't like other women. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> not the pause <laughs> yeah because how do you get through life without your girlfriends yeah I always find it weird like if I meet a woman who don't have if they wasn't a military brat you know who traveled like always moving if you don't have nobody that you grew up with as a friend not even one I be side eyeing bitches like that like where's your homegirls at where's exactly. your childhood friends like how do you not have any when I think about the women that I ha- no longer have relationships with, like who I considered like best friends at the time, they don't have any childhood friends. They don't have any consistent friends. They have ad water for instant friends every three to six months. You hanging out with a different group of people. Mm. Those are wishy-washy people. Like when I make friends with somebody, oftentimes I'm friends friends with them forever. So, oh, you know, yeah. I can't say the same. I I have I have relationships that I've outgrown in different ways, like um, not because they're bad people or, but it just wasn't. As we got older, our paths just took us different places. 
so I can't necessarily say that I have everybody that I've been friends with, you know. Some of them just we not like that no more. And it ain't, and it ain't no beef, you know. It's just life. And then I do have relationships or I've had relationships with people where I had to exit them from my life for whatever reason. It just wasn't healthy. And I'm talking about people who are close to me, you know, very close to me. And I just, it wasn't healthy. The dynamic was no longer suiting my life. So I had to exit them, you know. And people I still love very much, you know, and I still might inquire about, you know, are they good? And I want them to be good, but bitch, I don't fuck with you like that, you know? Right. You don't have people in your life like that? Um, I have an ex-friend who I consider a family member. I consider her like my a sister, a family member who I don't fuck with, who I don't talk to no more. I mm-hmm. do care about her well-being and how she's doing, but she's not a yeah. good friend. She's really not a good person. So, I yeah. mean, and she always got a different group of friends. Don't have no childhood friends for real. That's yeah. that's weird to me. And I still hear stories about her friendships with other women till this to this to this day. Like <laughs> having fall, problems falling and out. issues yes. and be falling out. At some point you gotta look at you. At some point. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I be falling out with bitches, but typically we always <laughs> come back together. But people don't, you know, uh, people either love or hate how forward I am at times like it either is like okay I fuck with this or I can I can only deal with this bitch in doses or I can't deal with this bitch at all but they have the people who I am very close with still understand that even with my bluntness it's coming from a place of love it might come off aggressive but it's not meant to be hurtful and that's why they can still fuck with me this is from TikTok. It says, in some ways, the rise of the girls' girls on TikTok is about pushing back against the notion that we need to separate ourselves from other women and craft personalities that are different from those of everyone else. You know how guys be like, you're just so different from everybody else. Like, how? Because I can give you 30 bitches in my phone that seem just like me, right? So it's like a tactic that men use that creates pick right? Like, you're so different, a lot of us have a lot of the same characteristics. You know what I'm saying? And then when you when you start changing yourself completely to suit a male, that's when it becomes like pick me-ish. You're just going against all women, right? To it's a lot of yeah, I, I see I see a lot of videos of women like uh saying all these things about what women need to do and some of it might be true but then some of it does give off this energy that you're pandering to men mm-hmm. you know in a real way like you need to suck his dick every day when he come home from work it don't matter what happened <laughs> on some like what like girl what are you talking about <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> that's a pick me I'm not sucking nobody dick every day Right. So these are the things I came up with uh, that I consider girl's girl. So a girl's girl literally fixes each other's crown, even when Mm -hmm. you don't know the woman. So i.e., if I see a woman with like toilet tissue coming out the bathroom or her shoe, I'd be like, girl, hold on before you go back out in the club. Okay. Tag sticking out. I'm tucking your tag and I don't know you. Hair out of place. I'm Mm -hmm. fixing your hair. 
Those are the type of things. Lashes that, coming up. Yo, close your eye. Your lash coming girl, up. Girl, I got some glue, girl. You know, like you always right. trying to make sure they, they're crowned. Everybody on point. Is good, right? Even women you don't know. Uh, with friends, you post the best pics. Bitch, even if we, I, I look fine as hell in this picture. You look fucked up. I like this picture. This is the only picture we got. The picture ain't going up. Right. If you don't look good at right. it. Right. Right. Um, and even catching candid photos of your friend when you think she looking good. Like, girl, this is a good picture. Stay right there. That's right. a girl's girl. Right. But you know what? Sometimes I, somebody will post a picture of you that you, they think look good of you. And you'd be like, bitch. Right. That don't look good. Right. And you should have read it by <laughs> me first. Um, That's one, ugly. To that one friend I was talking about, um, it could be a general consensus that I'm wearing some super fly shit. And I would ask her, like, you like this? It would always be no. The bitch never liked anything I ever had. Imagine that. And I remember one time she called me crying on the phone and she was like, crying about her boyfriend at the time. She was like, I feel like he's intentionally disagreeing with me. Bitch, I like to put the phone on mute to laugh because I feel like you've been trolling me that same way our whole friendship. Damn. Intentionally disagreeing, intentionally just not liking shit because she's country bumpkin. So how the fuck am some shit I'm wearing ain't fly, bitch? Are you, are you blind? And everybody else thinks it's nice. Yeah, that's she never wild. liked it. And yeah. and you put the phone on mute and laugh? Yes. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> that is not mean because you're complaining about something that you literally do to other people. Right? So you got somebody who's challenging you. He was challenging her. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem for her. You see what I'm saying? Now she now he's intentionally disagreeing because he's challenging you. But you do that to everybody else all day long, but you just don't recognize it. People don't see themselves oftentimes, you know, and that wasn't a, yeah. um, that wasn't the time for me to say, Hey, you know, you do that shit to me. That wasn't the time she's crying on the phone about the man doing the shit. Like I wasn't going to use that as an opportunity to tell her how much of a fucking sucky friend she is, but it would have been the truth. Yeah. But me being a girl's girl, yeah, it wouldn't have been I good. put her feelings first. Well, you know, what? it's, it's all about delivery too. Cause that could have been a, uh, opportunity to share like you know how she maybe this is why this is happening you know like sometimes you can be uh combative with us and like yeah you know even I understand where you know you don't like you always tell me you never like anything I have on and it, it, it's hurtful sometimes it's never so, hurtful because I know she was a hater then. I just didn't, I didn't really realize it until the end of the relationship. Like, you've been hating on me. Because I'm not the type of person who likes to say, oh, I got haters. Like, people are like that are delusional to me. Those aren't girls' girls. The people who get mm-hmm. on the internet and claim all these people just always hating on them. Like, you're delusional. You know, it's a general right. consensus that you're whack as fuck. Nobody's hating on you. Okay? But... <laughs> I realized she just was a, 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 a AJ hater. I realized that at the end of the relationship because I'm rewinding like slick shit. She would say, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like friends joke on each other all the time. You can't get mad because my jokes hit better. Right. Yeah. So now you initiated the, the, the joking. Right. And I just fucking cleaned your ass up right quick. Now it's a problem. 
Yeah, that's the thing with women. Me and my friend was just talking about that last night. Like, oh, we can be sensitive and some jokes are funny and then sometimes the jokes hurt, you know? Like, so you just got to be, don't start none, won't be none if you in that Period. joke, if you in that jokey mode. Because I got an all worth of stand-up comedy for anybody. It's real. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, so now you can't, and then you can't negate how your joke made me feel just because I didn't like, I didn't cry about it. I just came back harder. I'm a one-upper. Okay? <laughs> Don't start no shit. It won't be no shit over here. So, so you and this girl is, are no longer friends? No, absolutely fucking not. And over the years, she's um, actually tried to be my friend again. But um, mm -hmm. I said some shit on this, on this podcast like two years mm -hmm. ago or so. And I think she heard it and finally she stopped. Because I don't know how to be your friend, first of all. I don't know how yeah. to be your friend. I don't feel comfortable being your friend. I don't feel comfortable telling you about my life. Nothing. Like, you're not somebody who I would want to rekindle anything with. I wish you well, though. I hope you're doing well all the time. You know? But, because I, again, it's one of those things where you realize why somebody is the way they are. But I don't have to use it to justify how the fuck you treat me. Right. You got to That's go figure true. that out. You got to go figure it out. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... 
actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the characteristics of someone who is not a girl's girl would be a habitual side bitch. <laughs> yeah, always fucking with somebody, man. Yes. Okay. Intentionally fucking with people when you know who they fuck with or who you, you know who their girlfriend is. That's weirdo behavior to me. If you have like a yeah, uh, personal relationship with people and you fucking on somebody that they that they're with or used to be with. How about that? Fucking with somebody like that that used to fuck with somebody that's your friend. Yeah, I agree. Like, re- I like totally they had agree. an actual relationship and, with this person. And and you're being like deceitful and fucking with them behind their back. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the other thing I had was says they only hang with dudes. Are that's you a like girl's a girl? If you fuck with a man and you don't know his bitch, you I, you still not like I guess that's not good girls, girls behavior. It's not. It's not because I always say that women, they have a responsibility. They have, um, we have a responsibility to other women. You know how it feels to be hurt. You know how it feels to get cheated on. We always want to blame the man. But like I say, a woman can't cheat unless, a man can't cheat unless a woman is willing to compete. And bitches is always willing. Right. So if there was no woman that would be willing to sleep with a man, knowing that he has a situation, knowing that he lives with his baby mama, knowing that he has a wife, knowing that he, you know, fucking with this, this, this person off and on forever. This is a forever person in his life. He would never be able to really cheat if women weren't willing to cheat with him. So we got some responsibility in that bullshit, too. So, no, that's not a girl's girl to me. We got a huge responsibility in that. And that's why I said no pussy outside the pussy. Right. That's why I said habitual, yeah. though. If you're not always doing it, this is not like some normal shit you do, like ending up with somebody's man. I wouldn't say you're not a girl's girl. But if this is like, this is your like main position in fucking life. M.O., like you, <laughs> you always fucking with somebody who belong to somebody else. Right. All the time. Yeah. You're not a girl's girl. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. You're yeah. not even for yourself. 
You know, Khalees called out Beyonce for not being a girl's girl. You remember that? Um, no, what happened? Yeah, Beyonce's last album. Um, this is last year. And Khalees went live. And people, people act like they didn't hear from Khalees in years. But I've been following Khalees for years. Like, she's one of my favorite people on Instagram. Like, I aspire to have a farm and all that shit like she got going on. But, um, so Beyonce sampled a Khalees song. And Khalees' intellectual property has been finessed by Pharrell, right? So Khalees felt like, you know, Pharrell did that shit on purpose to slight her. But she felt like Beyonce, you know me, you know people that know me, we have mutual friends, you could at least give me a heads up as two black women in the industry. Like people, music and mm -hmm. stuff, be they pride and joy. And then Pharrell was on a whole press tour talking about how she just felt like it was a lot of hypocrisy. You got Beyonce saying how, you know, she's a girl's girl, make all this woman empowerment uh, music. But the opportunity that you have to actually be a girl's girl, you don't do it. You don't take it. Why not tell me, give me a heads up that these men are using my music? Are you going to be using my music? And they just giving you my shit like it's nothing. Even though I don't have control over it. Right. It's just still like common courtesy, basically, because she's like plenty of people have sampled her shit, but they will still give her a heads up. Beyonce said, Even I ain't got time to call every bitch who I'm on my album. <laughs> Girl, bye. If somebody were to sample a Beyonce anything, if somebody were to do that to Beyonce, all hell would break loose. But I remember seeing a video and y'all can look this up. Just Google Beyonce saying she steals there's a video out there with beyonce laughing and kikiing with somebody in a studio saying people don't like when they come to their shows because we're gonna um we're gonna steal everything after we leave she was laughing she said she said and then we'll go meet everybody and say how great the show was how great the show was and then steal it this is what she said and laughing and joking about it I just, uh, I love Beyonce so much. I just refuse to believe that she's not a girl's girl. Like, I feel like her music just be like empowering women. It's all for the girls. That's what Khalees was saying. Like you, she was like, I really walk this walk. You just talk. She was like, you're not a girl's girl. Damn. If you're not looking out for other women, especially when they're being slighted by men, you're not a girl's girl. You're not. Because Pharrell yeah. was going around talking about like how um, artists should be able to restructure their deals, how they should have, um, you know, more ownership and stuff like that, like advocating for the artists. And he was ripping her off simultaneously, or he has ripped her off, and she hasn't been able to really make money off of her music. But other people can use her shit and not even say, hey, girl, I'm going to use your shit at least. Because this is still my shit. What song? Mel it was Milkshake, I believe. Um, it's just, you can hear the sample, the music. You know how this be like bit parts and pieces. Yeah, but you mm -hmm. can hear it. A little snippet. Yeah. It was some shit like that. Damn. And that's like one of her number one songs. Come on, man. Well, I think we could find an example in everyone's life that wasn't a girl's girl shit. Like yeah, they said talking, talking, talking behind women's backs. Come on. I talk shit about everybody, including you. <laughs> Let's be clear. Like, who I'm going to vent to if I'm I'm trying to work through a problem with this person. So I can't talk to the problem sometimes about the problem. You have to go to outside sources sometimes. It's not gossip, though. I'm not telling people's personal lives to other people. But just like, you know, if, if we're experiencing something. I don't think that counts. 
Cause I think all women do that, you know. You need some. You need to vent. Yeah, like talking behind somebody's back. Yeah. As long as you're not like, I don't consider that really talking. Yeah, yeah. Back. Disparaging them is. Yeah, just saying, mm-hmm. just hateful, mean, hateful shit, and it's supposed to be your friend. That's I think talking behind someone's back. Yeah. But other than that, I don't I don't agree with yeah, that. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Even that quiz, that quiz is like, do you gossip? Like gossip? Gossip is like telling girl, let me tell you about this bitch and who she fucking today. Right. Like, no, bitch, because we all got our little things. I'm not telling nobody that for them to be side eyeing you, side eyeing that the next right. person when they see them in person. Absolutely not. But, but it'd be like, let me like, tell you what not? this bitch exactly. said in the meeting just now. Right. <laughs> absolutely nothing y'all what i tell y'all absolutely fucking nothing but anyway y'all yeah so listen i want to encourage all women to aspire to be a girl's girl okay you may not have been one in the past start right start looking out for other women even women you aren't related to even women you don't know personally i one thing i don't like today i saw on instagram was um Carisha posted that she's made a million dollars off the off of the brand Carisha Please, mm-hmm. right? As of twenty twenty four, right? And people in the comments disparaging her, you know, God takes care of fools and babies, all type of low weird comments. I'm like, dog, I can't do nothing but congratulate that young mother of two. Not like maybe maybe she does things in an unconventional way that I probably wouldn't do, you know, to get the bag, but. However, she feels like she has to do it. She's doing it. So why who am I to judge that? The people, people just be finding a reason to be mad, and it really be like, when I see people like that, I be like wondering what's going on in their own life. Are they is their shit together? Are they okay? Because why do you have so much time to mm-hmm. bring other people down? It's crazy, right? And a lot of people will say that comes with celebrity. I. I wouldn't say if I like if I got like some super duper stardom that I would be like a Cardi B always trying to clap back. Um, but I don't feel like be, people being nasty and mean to you should come with being a celebrity. It shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the re- like, the people are the reason these people get elevated in the first place. So it's almost like they think that they should also be the ones to tear them down mm-hmm. then, when they get too big. Oh, be humble. And shit like that. Like, no, bitch, pop your shit. You just need, I like when women pop their shit. I saw a post. Mm-hmm. Just focus on the positive energy coming your way. Because as much negative energy is coming your way, there's positive too. Focus on that. That's what I mm-hmm. say. Yeah, I think a lot of times people fixate on the negative shit mm-hmm. instead of just commenting back to the people who bigging you up. Right. Comment back to the hype girls. Right. The girls' girls. Girls who like girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We hype girls here at We Talk Back. Anyway, y'all be friendly. Say hi to black women when y'all see one. Say hi to each other. Tell them they look good today. Bitches might be having a bad day and you saying, bitch, you look good. Just could change the trajectory. Mm-hmm. Could change the trajectory. It's just about the, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. I mean, you learned that in the first grade. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yeah. Or treat others how they want to be treated. How about that? Yeah. But y'all find a way to be nice anyway 
If you enjoyed this episode, girls, girls, shout out to all the girls, girls. Y'all tune in, continue to tune in, and we thank you for all your support, girls, girls. Okay, tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday. It's 2.0 on Instagrams. Y'all follow me now if you want to get on. Y'all, it's official Tam Bam on Instagram. Follow me. I love y'all once again. Y'all, send us your dumb bitch stories. We love those and we need those. Y'all remember to speak now. And never hold your peace. Deuces. (laughs) Bye. We Talk Back Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.